lilacs last in the dooryard bloomed, and the great star early drooped in the western sky at night. I mourned, and yet shall mourn with ever-returning spring. From Walt Whitman, Leaves of Grass. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for May 29th to June 4th, 2021, the last quarter of the flower moon. And here are some natural events. Remembering and grieving the dead is natural and good for us, and many other creatures do the same. That's what we humans do on Memorial Day weekend. On Sunday, we go to the cemeteries where departed friends and family rest quietly under stones while new translucent leaves flag the branches of the oaks and maples overhead. Pink flocks runs riot through the grass underfoot, and bluets and violets silently set their faces toward the sun for their brief moment of glory. And this year, we add to our mourning those who succumbed to the pandemic. It's a very good thing that we do, though it probably does us more good than it does those who have gone on beyond this world of joy and pain. And then on Monday, we honor those who have died in war, and that is good too. After all, they were promised that their ultimate sacrifice was pure and right and for the benefit of the living, and that we would ever honor it. Even if they were deceived by leaders who did not go into harm's way themselves or send their sons there, are we to break that promise after they're gone? A few veterans have hung flags on the utility poles from one end of the village to the other, and that is good too, but not an unblemished good. The flags are maybe made in China. They get soaked in rain and splashed with mud, and they hang sodden and unappreciated in the night. Far more veterans stay home and grieve for their buddies and themselves, for the endless devastations of war inflicted on warriors and innocents alike, and for the hollow and deceitful promise of peace through slaughter. Here's a field and forest report. The lilacs are blooming, many kinds peeking in their Blossoms right now around houses in town and around old cellar holes deep in the woods. Spears of blue flag rise from the mud and Rhodora, New England's wild azalea, is covered in shocking pink bloom. Oxeye daisies are raising their gold and white early blooms above scalloped deep green leaves, while magenta lady slippers and blue, pink, and white forget-me-nots show their shy flowers in shady places. Recent rain and wind have stripped the blossoms off many apple trees, which had a particularly heavy bloom this year. 
And here's a rank opinion. What might the dead say on Memorial Day from their vantage point in a realm beyond our old hostilities of races, religions, and nations, but still so near to our hearts? Did you honor us like this when we were alive? Did you take our children by the hand and see that they had enough? Did you love us then as much as you do now? Why do you not offer your flags and flowers and food and prayers for the living? We are gone on, safe in the hands of the Creator, but the living are yet in your hands. Spend your billions and trillions on food, not on firebombs, on schools, not on shells, on medicine, not on missiles. Make the ultimate sacrifice so that others may live, not so that they may die at your hands. That is the honor we dead desire for ourselves, but even more for you. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. The first from Edward R. Murrow. We must not confuse dissent with disloyalty. We will not be driven by fear into an age of unreason if we remember that we are not descended from fearful men, nor from men who feared to write, to speak, to associate, and to defend causes which were, for the moment, unpopular. And from Helen Keller. Although the world is full of suffering, it is also full of the overcoming of it. That's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>